Let's do this. Let me see a war patch. War patch. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Travelers, this is Woman's Pants, a proud member of the Pantscast family of shows and the fully owned subsidiary of Gleeves Gaming Network TM. Right, so I'm supposed to drop the, the Alad V after just the hello. Hello, B Travelers. This is Woman's Pants, a proud member of the Pantscast family of shows, a fully owned subsidiary of Gleeves Gaming Network TM. I am Gleep, he is Sorian, and this is gonna be a short one. Ha <laughs> ha, yes. Um, too many things uh, there are, young pants traveler. No, oh, yeah, that's that's something completely different. Um, you know, the um, the best-selling young adult novel by Anne Brosshare. No, it's Brosshares. Published in 2001. Do you, do you remember that one? Uh, the Clan of the Sedentary Pants. Very, very close. No, that would be the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Uh, it, was, it was a big thing for a minute. Yes, yeah, so I just was curious that her name is Anne Brashares. You know, Traveling Pants. They, they share the pants. Well, that was the sequel. Um, it could be. It could be. You know, it's crazy. All the, all, all the things you can find on the internet now. I'm sure somebody has done something, if not an actual sequel, an homage to the idea of a sequel. So, Fan fiction is always interesting. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so, um, pants. Yes, pants, pants, pants. Um, so tonight, yes, I want to tonight to uh, discuss because uh, there has been such so much. Uh, the Life in the Warframes uh, since release version twenty five point three. Um, there have been twenty plus, more than twenty, delicious patches and patchettes. Um, now th- three times the monkey madness, and still none of the guilt. So we want to we want to hit that. Uh, Nightwave season two, season three, season two, season three. This seems like the third one, but I guess it's actually still the second one. The emissary, the uh, the operators one. Yeah, this season two, there was an intermission. Yeah, there was that sort of thing in the middle where you know, like in the old time movies. Yeah. Holy Grail, remember that? No, okay. Um, like snakes, Indy prefers less infestation. Oh, Nike will take me away. Why did it have to be infestation? Why? Doing that old man shaking fist at the sun. Why? I guess though, if there's sun, there's probably not much infestation. So. I don't know. Insert proper uh, um, uh, backdrop here. Um, And then a little thing called No Man's Sky Beyond. Yes, that's right. Sean finally delivers. And, oh, here you go. Have yourself some VR for yourself, uh, you know, for the inconvenience. Um, So I want to go over those things. And, of course, that means that the only thing that can save us now is let's start with the end in reverse order, back up the food chain to the beginning. How's that? I liked it. 
Okay, yeah. Antihistamines, they are great for inspiring mediocre writing. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, so I wanted to lead off uh, with the great space game renaissance um, and, uh, you know, uh, with a a mention of uh, those guys with ships. Um, our uh, our group of uh, of uh, uh, friends that uh, have played together uh, for gosh, it's going on the last five years or so. Um, and do you recall? Do you recall the the great space game renaissance back uh, back? It would have been probably about 2015 when they were uh, they were talking about the resurgence of the space game. Um, uh, you know, Chris Roberts coming out of retirement. Um, uh, uh, what's the guy, uh, the elite dangerous guy? What's his name? Uh, Brant? Not. I want to say Kevin Branagh, but no, he's the uh, he's the actor guy. Um, not Branson. Branson is now for two hundred thousand pounds going to take you into orbit. Um, <laughs> what's? Uh, wow, you see, that's a short term memory. I was familiar with those guys. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but you knew that that Elite Dangerous was a game way, 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 way back. You know that that played on. Uh, these uh, ancient uh, computer systems, you know, monochrome monitors, yeah. um, and you know, sort of stick stick figures and uh, rake rake casted. Oh, hi, hi, Alexa, how are you? Um, and uh, she she didn't remember either. Um, so anyway, um, uh, that was that was a thing back then. They were talking about, hey, this is very exciting. You know, um, space games uh, had uh, kind of gone away for a while, but we had. Uh, new Star Wars coming out. We had um, uh, some other uh, other titles that uh, seem to be being rejuvenated. I know that um, uh, Mass Effect uh, Andromeda was uh, was on the uh, on the horizon, um, and so uh, that was uh, for some of us sci-fi nerds. We were um, we were very excited about the idea of the return of um, of space games and looking forward to a good. MMO in space, something where we could do um, uh, the kind of play with each other that uh, is only uh, facilitated by large open world um, gaming environments. So, um, No new Man's hope. Sky was, f- I'm sorry, it was a new hope, if you will. It- <laughs> is that that New Hope number four or New Hope number seven? Um, I'm going to go with seven, considering how everything turned out. Yeah, there you, go. there you go. All right. So, No Man's Sky was first revealed at the VGX Awards in December of 2013, and then it got pimped hard by uh, Sony at E3 in June of 2014. Now, I remember at that time, a friend of mine uh, who had a PS4, because I think at the time it was going to be a PS4 exclusive. There was, wasn't even any talk about putting it out on PC. Uh, but he was very excited about... Um, uh, the original uh, release or the original video uh, presentation video, um, and I looked at it. and I thought, you know, it, it looked it definitely looked different than anything I'd seen before. Um, but I didn't have a PS4, and so I thought maybe I'd come over to his house and play it when it came out, or or, or not. Um, at the time, I was playing a lot of Minecraft Java Edition, and I was hoping for something more like Minecraft in space TM. Uh, but uh, when it wasn't evident from the first. Uh, Really, or the first trailer, I think that there was going to be the amount of building or construction uh, available in the game, or maybe that you know, I don't even remember now if that was a thing for the first release. It might, like, we had really basic bases, 
Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it, it didn't feel like my recollection of the um, of the original trailer was, you know, giant pink dinosaurs come walking out of the lake, you know, like going, oh, well, that's cool. And so then you get scared and get in your ship and off into uh, into space. So, you know, it's a perfectly normal reaction. Um, so then uh, the E full colon D, <laughs> I'm calling it that, it's E full colon, uh, it entered its beta phase of testing in April of 2014. So that was later... Um, that was, uh, I guess, uh, just a little bit before the E3 um, showing for uh, No Man's Sky. And um, I purchased a beta pass uh, in the fall of that year. It was interesting because it was full price. It was full price for the beta pass. Um, and um, you, other than that, you just got essentially got a chance to play the game early. Um, uh, and I, I thought that uh, I would you know, play some Elite Dangerous until uh, Star Citizen released uh, the following year, which is what we believed <laughs> at that time. Um, then uh, also a couple months later, in June of 2014, Star Citizen Arena Commander was released. And I can't, I, I think that I actually backed Star Citizen, um, I believe it was in July of 2014. I didn't, I didn't get the beta pass for Elite Dangerous until like, um, was it probably like late fall? Um, because I knew, I knew release was imminent, um, and, or at least the, that was the suspicion. So, um, but like I say, it was a, it was going to be a sort of a, a stopgap, uh, for, um, for getting together and playing with friends. And at that point, you know, no man or uh, those guys with ships wasn't even really a thing. Uh, we did have a, um, uh, what are they called? I see. It's been so long. I, I don't even remember what. What are those? What are, what are our groups called? In uh, they're not orgs. Yeah, is that orgs? Yeah. Um, um, our org uh, had just uh, I think uh, um, uh, the original founders in it, um, and uh, so it was about that time. Yes, in September of 2014 that we had the very first episode of the Verse Cast. So it was September 8th to be exact. And please, 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 whatever you do, don't go back and listen to that because it was awful. Now it's just us. No, it's it, does, it, we we have sort of this kind of post-apocalyptic feel to us, don't we? <laughs> yeah, for sure. This or you know that, that sort of warm, cozy thing that you go, oh, you know, that must be the radiation. Okay, um, and then uh, the E full colon D, it was officially released in December of that year of 2014. Uh, another thing that that didn't really cross my radar at the time uh, was that Rebel Galaxy released in August of the next year of 2015. Um, you know, we were we had visions of Squadron 42 in our head, and I don't know for whatever reason it just didn't it just didn't cross my radar. Did did you know about that when that happened in 2015? No, I didn't know about it when it came out. It kind of flew under the radar for a lot of people. I think it's not a terribly ambitious game, but it is a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I saw it on Steam sale for five bucks, and um, uh, that's when I picked it up. And uh, I, you know, I played it a little bit, but I, you know, kind of lost interest, uh, you know, because just uh, the, the single playerness of it. Um, so then, No Man's Sky released for PS4 and PC in August of 2016. Uh, so that would be the following year. And again, uh, leading up to that, I hope to be able to play it with my friends until. Uh, Star Citizen released the the following year, <laughs> or the year after that, maybe. 
Um, and we all know, we all know what happened there. I mean, that was, uh, that was a monumental implosion of, uh, expectations, um, you know, thrown out of a helicopter a la Johnny Depp, you know, I mean, it just, it just was, it was not good. And there were some of us, you know, that tried to try to keep a, a positive attitude about, it. I know that uh, Ventus and I were playing it quite a bit for a while. Uh, we couldn't play with each other at that point. Um, uh, that had been a thing we had been expecting, but even if you went to exactly the same planet at exactly the same uh, location, you couldn't see each other, and yeah. it was um, so that was um, that was that was a bad a bad look for uh, for old buddy Sean. Um, and then uh, No Man's Sky it came out for the Xbox One um, in July of 2018. Uh, so that was a couple of years, almost a couple of years later. Oh my God! Um, I'll jump ahead here a little bit. Uh, Beyond looks amazing on the Xbox One X. It's yeah. yeah I wish, I wish it had crossplay like Sea of Thieves. I mean, that would be just. Oh, I would, I could die happy if that, but it's, it, it doesn't. But it, it just, it looks fantastic. Um, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw released. Um, just last week, on the 13th of uh, August, 2019. Now, with 50% more degrees of freedom, and still none of that pesky play with your friends multiplayerosity. <laughs> and uh, No Man's Sky Beyond, the latest update, update, update or up the deets on the update, uh, released uh, August 14th, the following day. It was another free update to the original game, including... Uh, 3.1415 metric butt-tons of improvements and new stuff, and support for PC and PlayStation for virtual reality. So, um, very exciting with that there. Um, so, kind of that that little timeline there. I'm I'm and given you know where we started you know back five years coming up on five years ago with uh, with this uh, eager the, the the new hope for for the space game. Um, is this the last chance for the space game renaissance to to make it over the top? And by space game, I do mean you know open world with a significant emphasis on exploration or you know creating the ability to create your own adventure, but yet still the mechanic to be able to follow a constructed narrative um, with uh, family and friends um, uh, as well. I mean, because that was one of the knocks on Elite Dangerous when it first came out is there was you know there were no missions. Uh, it was it was all very it was a sandbox. It was just it was that's what kind of led to the criticism that it was uh, a mile wide and an inch deep is that it was, yeah, you could, you could spend the rest of your life and never reach, you know, the edge of the playable area. Uh, but you know, the number of different things that you could do, uh, um, in that, uh, in that space were, were, were pretty limited. Yeah. Um, um, and, and by over the top and I, you know, I'm, I'm being a little unfair here, of course, just, you know, for the, for the, for the drama, uh, but over the top, I mean, to become a regular persisting, a regular persisting gaming genre, um, say like army games or sci-fi RPG games or, um, sports games or get really drunk and fail yet again to impress your sisters and possibly hot friend party games. <laughs> <laughs> One, you know, you know, you know what I mean? It's like instead of being, you know, sort of a niche thing, but, you know, like beginning, you know, being a a thing that has more wide appeal. And I think that there's potentially an audience for that, given, you know, the popularity of things like Star Wars, you know, that it's that there are people that enjoy, you know, existing 
being in that universe. And um, so why, um, you know, uh, why couldn't, you know, games, um, you know, games like, like what we've imagined um, uh, persist? Your thoughts, sir? Um, I feel like this is always going to be kind of a niche game because a lot of people like to, <clears throat> they like to imagine that they want to live in a world like that, but they also don't want to put in the time required to do a lot of that stuff in a, a proper simulation style game. Mm-hmm. So not everyone has mm-hmm. that kind of patience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's um, there's a, a fellow on one of uh, um, on one of the other popular space game um, uh, podcasts uh, who who despises No Man's Sky because to him it's just a survival game. And you know, am I thinking on that is if you were in space, you know, a, a human creature in space or a creature in any way similar to a human being, wouldn't survival kind of like be job one? You know, I mean, it's it's not it's not you know not necessarily going to be friendly. You know, I mean, it's and I know that with Star Citizen, there have been people that have complained about that too, saying you know you shouldn't have to eat, you know, you shouldn't have to eat food or you shouldn't have to sleep because. Uh, that's just going to uh, mess with your uh, with your your fun time. Um, that you know, if if you want to eat, you can, but that at at best or at most, it it will give you a a very short term buff. Um, uh, same thing with sleeping too. That you may have if you have a good night's sleep, that you'll have um, uh, some you know enhanced short term acuity, I suppose, or something like that. Um, but I don't know. Does, does that bother you having the survival aspect in in games that are set in these types of fictional universes? I, I personally like that kind of stuff, but I know that not everybody does. Um, I mean, there is a limit. Like, I don't like the fact that in Ark I need to eat every fifteen minutes, like several pounds of meat, just to survive. <laughs> That's not great. That sounds like heaven. Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> I mean, I like eating pounds of meat, but I don't want to have to die if I don't. <laughs> That's yes. I, I want it to be an option. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I think that um, a game that handles that uh, mechanic pretty well is Minecraft. And I know I know you're not a big fan of the game. Well, I like Minecraft. Um, the um, but if you if you don't eat, you can you can get through your day just fine. Um, but if you start to exert yourself, you know, if you go out and start, um, you know, whacking on bad guys, um, pretty soon you're, you're going to have to have, have some, some, uh, sustenance to, um, to, uh, rejuvenate yourself. Um, and so I, you know, it, it, to me, I've been playing the game for so long. I mean, it's just, it's just a part of it. I always have a, you know, a stack of bread or a stack of fish or something, you know, in one of my, uh, uh, tool belt, uh, bar slots, but, um, yeah, so it doesn't bother me either. I mean, I think that it's um, you know people that um, I guess I guess maybe when you're when you're reading a um, a sci-fi novel or seeing a sci-fi movie like a Star Wars, you don't necessarily um, this it's not a part of the narrative that you know oh you you got to stop and eat otherwise you're not going to make it you know or you you, you got to get some sleep otherwise you're not going to make it um, so. Maybe that, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't have to understand. They get to enjoy what they would, what they enjoy. Yeah. But so, kind of back to it. The uh, when the space game renaissance, uh, so called, began, there were the three main titles: uh, Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, uh, and No Man's Sky. 
and this is written on the internet, so it has to be true. Okay, we, we all agree. Um, and I believe that Star Citizen has missed its shot um, because we this was back in 2015 when we we thought that you know we were going to get a release product very soon uh, from uh, from uh, CIG then CIG now CI. Um, I believe that if if Star Citizen is ever released, it's going to remain a niche title, um, which will be enthusiastically supported by a fan base, which uh, asymptotically approaches zero as a function of time. <laughs> um, not talking about Squadron Forty Two. I mean, that's a different thing entirely. And uh, I, th- you know, perhaps more analogous to Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, um, because it is it's going to be wasn't when I signed on uh, single player only. It was supposed to be a co op game. Uh, drop-in, drop-out co-op game. Um, but it is single-player only. And, you know, and this is a, an interesting thing I want to hear your opinion about. I believe that uh, a community that can't play together, that, you know, one that is uh, relegated to parallel play at best, is is less likely to persist successfully or actively. Um, you know, because you think of uh, games like uh, World of Warcraft, you know, it's been around since 2004, I think. I mean, they have a long surviving, uh, vibrant community. Um, uh, you know, a game that has not been around as long, but, you know, a game that has certainly been as popular, Assassin's Creed, I don't think they have the same type of community. I mean, one, you know, community that is going to, uh, you know, have uh, like Bar Citizen have you know IRL meetups out of game are going to um, you know have times that they schedule uh, every week uh, like we've done with some games on Friday nights. You know, they schedule a time that that this group that a group of friends or um, you know like in our our case a more casual if you can make it great if you can't we understand uh, people show up and they know that that they'll be able to, to get a game um, with somebody. Um, I know. I just. I don't. I don't see that happening with single player only games. Um, what do you think? I think you can have a community around a single player game, but it's definitely not the same kind of community, mm-hmm. and it's also definitely not as big of a thing as it used to be. You know, you just look up a guide on the internet now. You don't have to talk to your friends about the single player game you're playing just to figure out how to progress. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah. It's it's because it used to be a function of. Um, you know, you we get stuck, and then you could maybe like go back to the GameStop and say, "Look, you know, has anyone here played, you know, uh, this game?" And I got to this part, and it doesn't, um, it doesn't. Uh, I can't get through this puzzle. Anybody have any tips or anything? I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Now it's like you now you just watch a, a playthrough on YouTube, and uh, pretty much um, you um, uh, you've got you've got all the friends you need. <laughs> Yeah. Brad, Brad is the only friend you need. Um, uh, which you know, I that is what it is, and I, I'm not saying it's a um, uh, it's a it's a, a bad thing or um, it, it's different. Um, and I think that there are people that have no interest in playing with other people on the internet. I think that there are a number of um, misconceptions about uh, play on the internet, um, and I think there's also plenty of good evidence for supporting that if you are. Um, you shouldn't just go wade out there on your own without having, you know, somebody to, to kind of help you along because I think there are, there are bad places that you can end up without uh, intending to get there. Um, but yeah, so I, I, you know, and obviously this is heavily biased towards my personal preference, but that is to, to play in games where we can do stuff together, you know, um, 
and you know like in uh, no man's sky or in uh, warframe where we can you know i can you know we log in and go oh dude when did you get that skin you know um you know that's awesome or um you're not you're not bringing that weapon to this are you really are you are you dietrich are you really bringing that <laughs> <laughs> sorry love you dietrich um so you know i I think it's it's I think it, it makes a difference, you know, because I, I know the type of gaming that I want is 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 this type of gaming, and I and I I like the idea of the uh, the space genre, the space game genre, just because you do have, you know, if you for whatever reason decide you want to go off on your own and just explore for um, for. Um, a couple weeks at a time you have the ability to do that but then you can always still come home you know i mean it's like in other in other really successful uh game franchises like uh, um uh grand theft auto you know there's a certain amount of exploring you can do but pretty much at the end of the day you know well the next time that you log back in you're probably going to spawn back at uh, um your um your house or something or it's it's it kind of loses that that um, traveler's immersion, I guess, is, is how I'm describing it. I don't know. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, it's an open world game, but there's there's definitely not a lot to explore in it. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, could you go? Can you go like cut down a tree and use that? Um, I mean, and it's, I'm not being fair to to GTA because I mean that's not the the creative thrust of the game I mean, you know, it's, you know, get guns, you know, you know, kill people, take their stuff. Um, but, you know, uh, but you kind of get the ideas that you can go, go to a place and, and make the best of the situation that you find there. And, uh, maybe, maybe you, you don't survive. Maybe you, um, you have to, uh, fall back or maybe you, um, Maybe you have to sort of eke along until you get to the point where you can uh, establish a, a foothold. And then if you're successful at that, maybe some folks can come along and help you. You can call your friends out to, to come help you. Or it just it seems like the, the possibilities for how you want to design your own adventure are, are much are much broader there, too. And I love um, I love having the structure like we have in Warframe where I we're able to like, oh, hey, I got time to go run a couple of, um, of uh, uh, why am I blanking on it? You know, uh, bust open the relic uh, uh, missions, you know, uh, or I got, yeah, I got, I got time to, to knock out a, um, uh, a, a night wave uh, act or two. Um, and, uh, and you've accomplished it. When you get done, you've accomplished the thing. So, um, but yeah. Uh, very excited for what what that's gonna look like when we get to um, when we get to uh, Railjack and New Empyrean. I think that's going to be, um, or I guess, to New Empyrean. I gotta stop calling it Railjack, even because Rail, Railjack is the ship, New Empyrean is the update. <sighs> um, but yeah, very excited for that too because it's fun. You know, it's like it's like you know you were talking about the other day. You were playing um, some Unreal Tournament and how much fun it was. You know, that's for me. That's what. That's what um, Warframe is. It's that kind of fun, you know. So yeah, it's just entertaining in in small enough ten to fifteen minute pieces. You don't have to invest a lot of time, but you still still accomplishing something and still enjoying yourself. Yeah, yeah, and you can do that with your friends, you, with or without your friends, which is which I think is so huge. Is so huge. And I'm, and 
you know, kind of back to what I was saying about, you know, playing with people on the internet, I think that, um, uh, that Warframe is a great way to play with other human beings on the internet and not have to worry about any kind of weirdness, you know, or not have to worry about, you know, is this person a good person for me to be playing with? You know, is this somebody that I, I can play with? Because it's not really a thing. Basically, that, um, in a way, uh, other people in um, in Warframe are like NPCs almost in a way. They're like AI, but um, but they're not. They're they're better than AI, you know, because they are human beings and they they, they do really stupid things and they also, um, you know, oftentimes find clever ways to um, to solve problems that uh, that certainly they would program uh, an AI in the game to to show you. So um, yeah, it's I think it's 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 excellent at at what it does in that regard. And in all the things it does, I don't think there's anything about the Warframes that I uh, feel is they've seriously missed a mark. You know, I think it, it's it's very um, it's very well thought out, designed, and implemented. It lends a lot to the game that the the cooperation. It, there's no way in which someone can completely screw you over like you can in a lot of other games. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, it's like you have. You know, a game like um, like Arma or something like that, um, where you know someone can really uh, can screw the pooch um, if they're not uh, not paying attention to what they're doing. Um, you know, someone with uh, with with fat fingers who can <laughs> just all of a sudden jump up and say, "Hi, we're over here," <laughs> and then Mark looks at you and says, "Why why did you do that?" I, said, I was fixing my key bindings. I was trying to fix my key bindings. It didn't work. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I shouldn't play this game, <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, it's. I, I think um, you know, it, it makes me sad. But I, I, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that there's there's no way that Star Citizen can turn into the dream that we've all had um, because I don't have enough information to make that decision uh, or to make that call. But um, I, I do believe that we're getting close to the point where it will have missed its shot to sort of redefine gaming the way that we had hoped. Um, or redefine a, a segment of gaming the way that we had hoped that it would. Um, so, but we will see what happens. Um, only time. Just so much stigma around the game at this point. Like, like Star Citizen is the, is the butt of every sci-fi joke at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I, I mention it to anybody in the real world um, that you know I'm, I'm not playing with online, they always say, you know, that well, that's that game that never came out. I said, well. You know, I used to, I used to like, you know, put my my fists on my hips and say, "Now you wait here, Mister." Um, Might come out someday. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, it can still happen. Um, but yeah, it's it's something's going to come out of it. You know, I think I I do believe that a key thing for Star Citizen to uh, be realized in a way that ever makes um, um, uh, a large number of us happy will be if Squadron 42 is successful, um, because I think they're going to need that money to continue development on on uh, the MMO portion. Um, so I guess we're supposed to have a beta for that next year sometime, um, about middle of next year. I don't know what that means. I mean, for a beta for a single-player story game, you know, with a, with a strong single-player campaign, I mean, are they? does that mean they're going to release, uh, you know, sort of a a chapter out of context. I mean, it doesn't, I don't understand how, how you can beta test a thing like that out in the real world. Um, certainly there'll be beta testing it behind closed doors. That, that makes complete sense. But 
um, that wouldn't affect us. That would be um, that would be for um, for the people that are. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're they'll have their avocado their avocados um, uh, do some uh, some beta testing and you know behind NDAs and all that kind of stuff. So um, I don't know. We shall see. Yeah, we got well. We got um, CitizenCon. They bumped it back to um, I think it's Black Friday, um, November twenty third. I think it is of, of this year. So there's no October. Um, you know the the anniversary of the launch of the Kickstarter. That 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 event, I guess, is is uh, is not happening this year. They're going to kind of um, uh, sort of uh, mix that in or or combine that with the what was normally the anniversary sale, and then that's going to be. Um, CitizenCon this year, and I think where is is it in in Manchester this year? I think it's in, it's in the UK somewhere. Um, so I do believe. Um, so anyway, we'll um, we'll see what happens. Um, and no matter what happens, you'll hear about it not first, not second. We'll talk about it. So. Um, is okay so so kind of returning back to the big the big three there um so is uh, e colon d or as some call it elite dangerous do you think that it's do you ever play yeah have you played that you you own the game obviously yeah i own the base game i didn't buy the expansion because it was way too expensive for expansion okay okay that's fair um so my question about it is and i didn't either at first um because i i fairly quickly did the uh the one inch uh one inch uh, mile wide, one inch deep mile wide. You know, and every time I, I say that, I always think of what's that movie with uh, with Matthew McConaughey, um, the uh, the space travel one, all the corns dying. Um, Interstellar. Interstellar. I always want to call it Inception, but then I said, you know, Matthew McConaughey is not yeah that other guy. Um, uh, oh crap! What's his name? The other hurt Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Leo, yes, Leo, Leo, Leo. He's not Leo, so it just, it just, it doesn't work. He could but, be. Um, to the power of deep fix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got him, folks. We got him. Uh, oh. <laughs> you, you, you have, you have squashed what little hope I had left. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I, I always think of that planet, that planet that they landed on. You know, that had water. Um, and it was like the, wa- the, the, the water was like a foot deep. It was like a foot deep. And there was like nothing except for that mountain off in the distance. That mountain that kept getting closer and closer. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was brilliant. That was brilliant sci-fi misdirection, you know. When, when, I, when I saw that, I was just like, oh, that's awesome. Um, probably not so awesome when, uh, when, he was, uh, when he was there. But, you know, that's, that's why he gets the big bucks. Um, so yeah, I mean, of, of, uh, of the big three, um, it has been released the longest, um, uh, it, it, and it seems to have survived on, uh, like you were saying, the paid content updates. Um, I know there were some people that originally you, you bought a lifetime pass and I think it was like for 200 bucks or something like that, um, where you got any, everything forever. Um, I think a couple of guys, I think a couple the ad leader brothers might've done that. Uh, but I was under the impression that the initial Kickstarter was supposed to be that everyone got everything forever with the the regular pass, but I don't know. Yeah, I bought in at the beta. I don't know if I got in at the Kickstarter. Um, uh, I, you know, it's it's kind of funny, even you know, like with 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 uh, Star Citizen, you know, the, the Kickstarter 
there was one on their web page, then there was a Kickstarter on the actual Kickstarter page, and then they moved over to the CIG page or the Robert Space Industry page. So it's that their fundraising um, host has has kind of migrated a couple of times here. Yeah. Um, uh, I just know that when I um, when I backed when I backed all these things, I got nothing special. Um, like, well, I, I take that back. I, I did uh, pre-order No Man's Sky, so I did get a a, a, a fancier starter ship uh, on PC. So, kind of, kind of um, happy about that. Um, but uh, so it has been released the longest, and, and it has survived uh, with these paid content updates. Uh, they call I think they call them seasons, and they sell season passes, which is I think sort of a, a popular way of referring to that across uh, the gaming. Um, uh, merchandising uh, landscape, um, and also some cosmetic sales. You can spend you know small amounts of money for skins, for ship skins, and what have you. Um, at least that was the last time I checked. Um, and they are going to have a next major update, um, not until sometime next year. So I don't know. Is is it is? I guess my my, my big question is: Is Elite Dangerous long for this world, or is it going to kind of uh, fade off into the sunset. Um, you know, it, I, I've heard rumblings because they they're, they they have um, Frontier Games has several other games that they that they develop. Um, so they're not um, uh, they're not dependent upon uh, the persistence of Elite Dangerous. You know, to to have a business. Uh, I mean, it, to me, it feels like unless there's some huge, huge, huge update next time. Um, you know, and that would like include space legs, and that would Im- include uh, I would I would argue uh, FPS um, uh, type adventures. You know, I, I don't know if it would necessarily have to be FPS combat, a la Star Marine, but um, I think that there would need to be an improvement in the area of uh, multi-crew interaction. You know, where you have you get up and you walk around and you see each other and uh, and that sort of thing, um, but. Absent that, um, I'm I'm kind of not. No, I'm not concerned because I don't play the game anymore. But um, I, it seems to me that they they don't have a whole lot of sustainability left in the the current model that, that they are are working. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I mean, their their current concurrent players is not um, not great. Maybe if they release some more expansions, they'll get more people back via that. Um, uh-huh. other than that, aside from like going free to play, I don't see a huge resurgence coming to really dangerous anytime soon. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, yes. I'm glad you brought that up. So, do you think that free to play for Elite Dangerous? Okay, I think we both agree that it would quite possibly help quite a bit. Um, but I wonder if they aren't losing their creative um, vision. If maybe if the, the the creative vision that David Braeburn, David Braeburn, you remembered, you remembered, it happened. Um, if if we haven't sort of realized his vision, the that we the thing that he had imagined uh, is is completed, and now he's he wants to either go on and do something else, or maybe he just doesn't want to be involved in this sort of thing as much anymore, and you know will choose to you know like spend more time in his garden or you know. Because I think I think David's about the same age as Chris, maybe a little bit older. Um, so he's probably in his uh, in his mid to late fifties. So you know, I 
I mean, you know, these some of these guys, you know, they're they're so driven, you know, that they can't, uh, you know, they're going to die, you know, working on the on the next revision. You know, that's the that's the only way that they that their their creature uh, can exist on this uh, mortal plane. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I'm not feel I'm not feeling like I I have to think pretty hard and make up stuff that I think that would make that game continue to grow. But I like your idea of going free-to-play. I think that that could, um, even if they don't um, do major revisions to the gameplay system, the gameplay mechanics, that they would be able to um, uh, extend uh, the life. But um, yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Especially the way their multiplayer works. I, I think they don't have to host as many servers as other MMOs would, that would probably be a pretty good model for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't Eve has at least where you can... Because Eve is still, you are your ship, right? Yeah. Okay, um, but they do have social areas, right, where you actually have an avatar and you can go out and walk around? I don't think Eve has actual bodies. No. That's that's another game that has gone on for uh, forever, and I I know they went free to play. So um, I wonder what their uh, uh, their numbers are like as far as population. I don't know if that's improved or you know how that has um, affected uh, the way that that game um, operates. I mean, because I know that was a a, a part of uh, when I was looking for games to play while waiting for Star Citizen. Um, I played Eve for a while with the idea that I imagine Star Citizen would be a similarly large universe and it would develop political factions and what have you. You know, political factions not defined by the game, um, uh, the game designers, but, you know, to some extent, you know, created by the individual players, you know, players, orgs and alliances of orgs getting together uh, to hold particular areas. And so I thought that it might be um, it might be a good idea to kind of get some insight into how. Uh, that kind of gameplay worked, um, but I never got I never got a lot of traction. I played with a couple of guys. I, um, uh, uh, Johnny Levin Bravo uh, had an org and played with him for a little while, but um, it just it, it seemed like I could never get over the hump with that game, and so it just didn't um, it just didn't didn't stick. I don't know. Hey, did you play it for long? I haven't played it at all, but I've uh, I've listened to talks given by the Eve developers, and I've I've read stuff that they've written, and it's not my kind of game. But what they have created is very interesting to study from a game design and uh, even from a technological game developer perspective. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very you know, and the the way that um, that uh, these these enormous battles, um, you know, where organizations lose you know, huge amount of assets, you know, that which you can pretty easily value in, um, in real world um, uh, currency. Um, you know, that just seemed so, um, you know, scary, I guess, scary, um, tantalizing in the way that scary things are tantalizing. Uh, but, you know, and I've not heard anything uh, now that loot boxes are, you know, sort of a, um, uh, uh, an IRL political topic, you know, if that's um, how that has affected them, because they had they had casinos for a while, right, where you could go and pay like real money and win ISK, right? I don't know about that actually. Yeah, I don't. There was there was some way that you could. It was pretty easy to to put real world money into the game, um, and then possibly, I guess, get the money out through. Um, 
through uh, gold sellers. You know, I don't know. I don't know exactly, but there was, it was, uh, you know, they had, you know, like just some legendary player characters, you know, and people that didn't even, they were just a part of the world. They didn't even really play that much. You know, they, they had, you know, um, a presence, you know, in the meta more than they did in the actual game, which I thought was a very, very interesting. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen for Star Citizen, but we'll see. Um, I guess there were unofficial, there were unofficial casinos. Yes. Oh no. Yeah. No. No. This was like third-party stuff. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, and because I, I know that there were, um, I think there were lawsuits and you know all kinds of all kinds of stuff. But you know, it's it's kind of funny the kind of stuff that happens when the scrutiny of the world isn't like you know looking at, at these things. You know, yeah. it's uh, you know n- now with loot boxes and you know thanks EA for for blowing that up. <laughs> um, you know, it's. Uh, I don't think you, I don't think you can do those sorts of things anymore. And you know, I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I just think that it, it changes the quality of of our recreation time involved with a that particular game. I, I that, but you know, for whatever that's worth. Um, okay, so then uh, it kind of leads me to the third of of the of the big three, and that would be No Man's Sky, and. A lot of buzz, a lot of buzz over the last few weeks for uh, for No Man's Sky. Um, I, I I like the idea of you know this being kind of a redemption story for Hello and Sean Murray because when when it when the first release fell flat, you know one of the things that really you know upset quite a few people was that they they went silent, they went radio silent, and um, uh, you know so. You know, we all made up the whatever story we wanted to make up about what that meant. Um, but they, I guess, how what happened is they went, you know, head down and back to work, and you know, started fixing the stuff that needed to be fixed. And over the past, um, what is it, three years, they have, you know, made periodic releases, all of them free of charge. And um, now we have uh, pretty much, I think, the game that was originally promised. Um, plus VR, because I don't think VR was promised in the beginning. I don't believe so. Yeah, and so I paid, you know, the my original probably was it fifty nine bucks? It might have been sixty bucks. I don't I don't remember uh, pre order price. Um, and um, I'm very excited by by this game now. Um, I, I I have not. I'm I'm waiting for the VR to calm down before I. Um, I, uh, you know, do all the dishes and, and uh, mop the floors and, and mow the front lawn and then come in and ask my wife if I can go buy a, a, a riff. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I, I think that uh, I've seen people that are having very positive experiences with the VR and I've also seen uh, quite a few people that are having negative experiences with the VR. Yeah. So what is, because uh, you're, you're rocking the vibe still, right? Yeah. Okay. And so what's, what's your experience? Actually, I haven't tried it yet. I was going to give it like another week or two because I, I know they're patching a lot of things in general, but I figured they'd probably focus on patching the the regular game bugs before they got to VR bugs. So we're just going to mm-hmm. give it a minute, see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, that's, that's, that's probably a pretty good idea. Um, they, um, I hear that the uh, the PlayStation VR it actually works very well. Uh, but it also is uh, only at 720p, so um, you're it's it's pretty um, it's pretty grainy, I guess. Um, uh, so you know, but that's you know that's a limitation of that hardware. Uh, but they say that it's you know once you 
once you you're in it long enough, if you can, you know, sort of not focus on uh, the lower resolution, that uh, it does it is very immersive, which is, is I think what we all hope for uh, in the VR is uh, the enhanced immersion. Um, so I'm sure it's hard to focus your eyes on anything when you're looking at it through 720p. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty um, it's pretty uh, pretty bad. Do you know what the the resolution is on the Oculus Quest? Um, I want to say it was like 4K. So would that be 1440? With like 2K in each eye. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know, and I, I only play Beat Saber on it. So, but, you know, I, I've never, you know, like going, oh, that the text, the text is always crisp and clear. Um, so I, I, I have no complaints about that. But yeah, it's, um, I, I think that, I think that it's, it's very good that they have included VR in this um, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I think that it's sort of a nice, um, a nice here you guys go we never promised this but you know this is on top of um this is kind of our make good for um for the the failure to communicate (laughs) that occurred back in 2016 (laughs) um and um i think it's also a good ambassador for vr um because i think that if it uh if it lives up to the potential i think it has demonstrated that you know it could be it could be a game which causes people to go out and buy VR. You know, I mean, I'm I'm waiting to see. You know, that my decision to to spend the money hinges on um, how well the VR uh, is executed after they're able to uh, to patch some of the bugs. Um, and I also think that it's um, uh, for. Uh, folks in the VR community who are, you know, trying to, uh, uh, they're very welcoming or um, uh, encouraging of games, of games that um, that help highlight the technology to a broader audience. That that they're going to be um, more willing to support that game than perhaps, you know, they're not really into, you know, um, that type of game. But you know what? If it's if it's a game that if we can all get behind it and support it however we can, which I, I at this point is just buying it, if you don't already own it, um, that it will be good for the technology and it'll, it will be good for uh, development of games that utilize the technology. What say you? At time will tell. I I hope that No Man's Sky could be a, a mainstay title that will help people, um, you know, evangelize VR to their friends. Uh huh. I mean, it's. Um, because I, I think it is that that kind of game where you can, you know, say, "Hey, you want to come over and try VR?" I mean, that's a good demonstration of VR. I think. Oh, it has a mass appeal, but I think there's definitely, if you just wanted to show somebody a brief showing of what VR can be, there are mm-hmm. certainly better games. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm just trying, I'm, I'm trying to to bridge bridge the gap in my mind um, to mainstream. You know. Because I think um, the uptake or the, the sales on the first Rift were not earth-shattering, right? And Vive has always has kind of been sort of the the high end, you know, of of you know folks that are are VR aficionados. That was kind of that was their logical choice. Um, so that's you know folks that are are really uh, attracted to the tech, um, you know, not not necessarily a particular game, but. 
uh, for folks that, you know, if there's a game they enjoy playing and it's like, hey, dude, have you tried this game you love in VR? Uh, and they go, no, I haven't. Well, here, give this a try. And you're like, also, whoa, I really, really like this. Um, you know, so how much is it, how much does a Rift S cost? It's 400 bucks. Wow. That's, you know, I mean, it's you're probably not going to, you know, it probably won't help uh, index uh, get over the top because, I mean, you know, it's a thousand bucks, you know, for somebody that has none of the gear already. I mean, that's that you <laughs> that's for people that are 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 fans, like as in fanatics, you know, um, they're they're hardcore. Um, but, you know, 400 bucks, I mean, that's you know, that that's a that's a really nice monitor, you know, or that's a um, console, you know, a console. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, instead of uh, instead of buying a new um, a new console, you know, maybe give this a try. I don't know. I'm just I'm hoping that it works. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out ways in my mind that it can work. So um, but I, you know, in that in there in also uh, I was sort of hoping for the support of the other two games uh, to really um, uh, solidify a place going forward for the genre, you know, for the space game. Um, and, um, and, and sure there are other game space games that are, that are, are, are coming out. Like what's a dual universe? Um, and, uh, what's, what's that other one? The one that I think they're still in alpha. Um, I think you and Wolf are playing it. Um, dual universe. Is that I mean, dual that, universe? The one yeah, that, that dual universe. yeah, the one that has the, uh, I forget which scripting language you, but you're going to be able to um, to uh, uh, build objects and then uh, um, have them interact with other objects. Write code to have them interact with other uh, objects. There's a dual universe has that, and Starbase also has that. Starbase. Oh, okay. Star Starbase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, I those are very exciting games. Um, and but I don't know if if the games like that will get the space game out of you know sort of the the niche. Um, uh, category, um, nothing wrong with that. Just you know, saying that, um, kind of having having something uh, be very popular can is not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> you know, I think it's it's sort of a crossover between the the popularity that I think a game like Eve can have, with also mm -hmm. the popularity that a that an action game or like a like a space engineers and uh, you know the the proper FPS combat I think that Starbase has is really exciting. Yeah, I I know it's um I mean all I need to play with a fr with to play with friends is, is is a friend who's available to go out and play, you know. So um you know, but then I do sometimes at the back in the back of my mind get scared that, you know, games that I I enjoy in life are going to fade away, you know. Like, you know, kind of like um uh, what you call it? Um Oh shoot! The flo the floating airships. Um, the world's adrift. World's adrift. Yeah, I mean that's so sad that that whatever whatever happened happened that caused that them to not be able to carry on with that because I it had so much potential. You know, it's very sad. It, it reflects badly on the the backbone of that game too. How, how so? How do you mean? Although I, I'm the one of the moderators for the Spatial OS Discord, which is the, the technology that made Worlds Adrift and its multiplayer possible. And people come in and ask, you know, was Spatial OS the reason that Worlds Adrift failed? <laughs> and when you bring oh. that kind of doubt in, you know. Oh, oh. Well, it, it wasn't really that. I mean, I I, I thought what the, the guys uh, said, you know, the, the, the guys in charge said, uh, was that they made the the mistake of uh, focusing on 
um, on the the tech of getting the game to do what they wanted it to do over making it fun for the ride along the way. They made lots of other interesting decisions too. Yeah. So yeah, I, whatever reason. I mean, that, that's that is. Um, I, I think it's too bad. Um, not really a space game, but but you know, in in a lot of ways, some of the same characteristics. You know, with the ability to um, um, you could you know do exploring and and building and and you know lots of um, uh, fun stuff like that. That's a lot so, of parallels there. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of my my thoughts on that. Um, I you know I think that you know obviously Space Game Renaissance was a uh, was a, um, a a thing constructed for an article written in some online zine. Uh, about that time, you know, kind of uh, celebrating the the fact that we had these three major major games in development, and um, you know, what did that portend for the future? I mean, I think we've seen, um, you know, No Man's Sky has had some real bumpy roads. I'm hoping that they have uh, have uh, now at last delivered on their original promises, and that uh, that they'll want to continue going forward to. Um, um, uh, make this game last. I mean, I hope it's not a situation where, um, because kind of like Frontier, Hello also has other titles that they that they uh, work on and support. Um, so I'm hoping that it's not a thing where Sean's going to say, okay, you know, here, we, we did it, I did the right thing, and now it's time for us to move on. I, I hope that doesn't happen. But we'll we'll see, and, and Star Citizen, we'll see what happens with Star Citizen. As far as No Man's Sky goes, Sean has basically said that uh, they thought that the last update was going to be the last one. But every mm-hmm. time they've released an update, they've like tripled their player count. So as long as that keeps happening, I think they plan on continuing to drop more expansions. You know what about what do you think about free free to play for for them? I don't know. I don't know what it would gain them necessarily. They don't have a cash shop or anything, so maybe if they introduce something like that, they could do that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, cosmetics could be very successful in that game. Yeah, yeah. I think you you you. It's going to be slightly different than like Warframe because um, if you do introduce a, a cash shop, it's not it. The, there's a there's a strong PvP component in uh, No Man's Sky that um, you could um, run the risk of turning it into a pay to win sort of situation. But if they just did it for cosmetics um, and maybe um, maybe bases, you know, maybe base stuff. Um, but if they, you know, stayed away from weapons and ships, then maybe that that could work. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. But I, I I I hope that I hope that that trend continues. All right. Well, let us move on to the uh, to the the frames of war that we have uh, have alluded to here. Um, Nightwave Series Two is rapidly heading towards its demise. You know, it it started on July sixth. Do you know how many more weeks we have? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we'll be able to get all the rewards within the next week or two. Yeah, I need two more weeks to, to get to get up to level thirty, um, and I've only got one seven thousand point um, act that I have not been able to complete. So um, I'm, I'm hoping that will be enough. Um, so uh, what do you th- what do you think about uh, speaking of uh, what do you think about the uh, playing catch up uh, functionality they added? I like it a lot. I think it helps with the the balance of a lot of really maybe poorly thought out challenges they had before, like the Ayatan sculptures, maybe potentially. Uh huh. Uh huh. A lot of people got really upset about that. 
Yeah, I, I, I've had a, a couple of them that, uh, you know, I was, for whatever reason, I wasn't able to complete and I'll be able to go back and, and finish. Um, uh, I've, I've still got the one where I've got to, to beat the profit taker, uh, which is still hanging out there um, just because I haven't progressed enough in the, uh, in the story to, to do it. But um, it, it's definitely helped me. I've had, um, you know, I've not like blown off a week and then had to come in and do two weeks worth of stuff in the same week. But, um, you know, it's, it's, there've been a couple of, of acts that um, if I had not, if, if not for this functionality, I wouldn't have been able to, uh, to uh, get those points. So very, um, very uh, um, happy with, with that addition. Um, what do you, uh, overall, do you, do you think it feels a little less grindy now? Definitely a lot less grindy. I do wish they had included that Iatan sculpture one again. I'm not a fan of those, and I think a lot of other people aren't fans of that. But the the rest of them, I thought weren't weren't terribly grindy. You know, I I had like 35 sculptures, and I I socketed them and sold them all that Saturday night before that that launched, um, just to because I had a bunch of primed um, uh, mods that I wanted to level up. And didn't even think about it. Didn't even give it a second thought. And then when that thing dropped the next day, I just like, oh. Did the exact same thing. Actually, I, I socketed mine like an hour before the night oh. started. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I was like, you know, just kicking myself down the hall. My wife's going, you know, uh, what are you doing? I said, just, I, you wouldn't understand. You just wouldn't understand. I socketed my, <laughs> my sculptures, all right? I socketed my sculptures prematurely. And she's like, going, you're right. I don't understand. <laughs> um. Fortunately for me, um, uh, uh, I, I called in a favor, and uh, 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 Dietrich was able to sell me um, three small sculptures for a little bit of plat. Um, so I, I, I got out of it that way. I sort of, I sort of cheated a little bit, but um, I don't feel bad cheating on that one, just because it's uh, or taking a shortcut. Let's not call it cheating. Let's say you know, taking a, u- utilizing a uh, best practice, um, uh, just because I, I don't. That, I don't feel like that's much of an accomplishment. You know, that's just sort of a thing. Do you, do you have those in your inventory? Um, now, do we like, uh, how about the changes that they made from the previous series? And for example, like the, uh, the lowered time and wave requirements. Um, and um, I think one that was really upsetting people, um, uh, folks that don't have friends, is that uh, there are no more of those you got to play with uh, friends in, in your clan. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of that. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, it's I like having friends. I mean, you know, that that didn't didn't bother me. I mean, just did you feel like it slowed you down? Like it was um, just made it made it, you know, like a, another thing that had to be arranged or it wasn't too bad, but it was like a, a normal thing to do with a clan member. But when it was like you have to do this really complicated thing that requires you be a certain way along in the storyline with the clan or friend, that was rough. Right. Yes, that's true. You know, and that you know. I mean, whether it's uh, fair or not, it's probably you know a matter of perspective. But you know, it it certainly um, it certainly doesn't feel good when you all get into a, a thing to do together, and and someone says, you know, wah, wah, Gleep doesn't have hasn't met the minimum requirements to uh, to play in the big kids' yard. I'm just like, oh, sad. Um, so yeah, I, I don't I don't I don't miss that. I mean, I, I you know kind of. I, I like things that encourage us to play together, but on the other hand, I mean, if um, if uh, it also um, segregates us or um, weeds some of us out who haven't had a um, haven't had as much uh, time in the game, then you know that's that's not necessarily a good thing. 
Um, all right, and here's the, the of course the big one. Um, do we feel guilty for getting rewarded for petting our pets? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say wow. no because the petting the pet was already rewarded enough for me. Yes, yes, but uh, you know the, the thousand standing didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how how close are you to your uh, your sweet operator skin? That sweet sweet infested operator skin. I missed two of the the forty five hundred challenges, so I'm like I'm like nine thousand points behind. But aside from that, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, I just I un- I just unlocked the uh, the second I think it was the second one the the three forma, and I think I'm working on uh, the forma umbra or the um yeah the umbra forma. Um, so I I, I, I think I'm like at twenty or or some some of the no it's gonna be more than that because there's only. It, only goes to this there goes to 30 yeah i don't know i i, I feel like i'm in within reach um so I'm, i that feels that feels good um let's see i guess in a couple of hours uh, the 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 new ones for this coming week will drop as well so have to check those out um and uh let's real quick go through um life since uh, release version 25.3 and it has been a busy month uh, but then i say that every month but this time i really mean it i really mean what i say it this time um and we'll recap a little bit <laughs> no, stop telling me that. um version 25.3 that was uh, that had dropped right before we uh, recorded last time um, and that was the Wukong Prime, uh, the uh, and the Nightwave uh, series two started uh, the emissary B, the infestation. Uh, so that that had just happened when we recorded last time. Uh, we had monkey chat to go along with that. Um, then uh, and there was like 20, 20 something patches. So um, God, they they're 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 patching fools, and uh, um, and they're all like significant too. It's not like you know these. We, you know, they patch the thing that you know makes your your um, uh, you know sword you know shine a particular color or something. You know, I mean, this is all like good important stuff. Uh, so between uh, versions twenty five point three point one and twenty five point three point three point one, I guess that would be in the twenty five point three series. Uh, the Prime Vault reopened, and Nick's Prime and Rhino Prime came tumbling out, awkwardly rearranging their clothing. I mean, their their skins. And uh, you know, Rhino said, "It's not what you think. Please don't tell, say anything to Hildren about this." I'm <laughs> 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 in the extramarital affairs. I, mean, I don't know why I would assume that 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 Rhino is married to Hildren, but you know, it could happen. <laughs> uh, the 25.4 series. Yes, uh, Tenno Reinforcements, yay. We got the Quats collection. Did you, did you get any of those uh, those weapons? Uh, I think I got the, the pistol. I built it. It's pretty cool. I like the slam effect. It's fun. Yeah, isn't that cool? I mean, it's because it's, it's an electric damage pistol, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. It's, it's, it's very cool. It also explodes when you reload it, and so people will uh, purposefully make the the magazine as small as possible and they just do <laughs> any slams they can <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool um not one but two yes two new techaloo techaloo collections yes skins skins that is so say it with me two new techaloo it's fun to say uh cool looking stuff um but it's it's kind of skins so i don't um um it's skins for some weapons i don't have so i don't really I haven't I haven't followed up on that yet. So um, 
Uh, we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm sure that'll be stuff that will be available, will come available. Probably, uh, what's his name? Uh, Barrow will um, will uh, will bring those along at some point. Do you think? Um, I don't know. There's there's plenty of skin packs that just uh, just stay in the store forever. Also, I do want to point out that we missed Tekulu Two Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, perhaps you're confusing missed with avoided. <laughs> uh, more. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, the the antihistamines are wearing off. Um, so yeah, that that was that was some cool new stuff. Um, then in the twenty the twenty five dot five series, yes, Wukong Deluxe. Oh my god, I am so in love with this skin. I love this skin so much. Um, it's like a, a brand new pair of Sears Tough Skins TM. I haven't taken mine off since I got them. <laughs> um, yeah, I, well, and I know you got that skin too, right? Oh yeah, it, it, it looks so so cool. Isn't it awesome? Did you um did you uh get your Wukong Deluxe yet? Unlock that yet? I mean Wukong Prime. Yeah, Prime. I'm sorry. Uh, no, not yet. I have yet. like half the pieces. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah, I man, I, I love that skin so much. Um, and then we got the uh, the Dog Days Tactical Alert. Um, it was time to get your squirt on. <laughs> I think they'll, that may may have already completed. I think though, that was like um, last uh, Monday. Oh, was uh, now you really enjoyed that one. I enjoyed the beach ball, uh, but yeah, I had fun with the the Unreal Tournament style water gun fight. That was yeah, yeah. I think I told you it reminded me of of like back in the day when they uh, we all played Unreal Tournament mods, and there was a, there were you know crazy mods like that, um, but. Um, well done, very very well done. Um, the mechanics of the water gun were fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, you know, it's once you once I figured out how to reload the damn thing, um, and um, uh, I you know I didn't have enough time to uh, to to get a beach ball, but I'm hoping they'll be back at some point. Um, I know my uh, my I, I'll just have to leave my dog in stasis until then, my Kubro in, in stasis until then. <laughs> And uh, then in uh, uh, the 25.6 series, which is uh, is not that old now, we've uh, so far received augment tweaks, and so that's you know the stuff where the the guys with their spreadsheets and and their uh, their stats uh, fan fandom uh, dig in and and say you know oh no game now the game's really out of balance. Um, so, uh, but you know, fun stuff. Now, the borrow was here, and you had said something to the group about some some cool stuff that you thought we should get or should look at. What was that? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I I picked up the 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 um, the Prisma Gracada, um, just because it just looks so badass, and it it has um, a little bit better stats than the regular Gracada. But um, um, I had some um, I had some. Uh, uh, ducats that I was holding on to to craft my uh, uh, was paresthesis is that what it's called uh, that sword um, but I'm also I'm, miss, I'm missing also some um, uh, Eidolon shards uh, for that so I figured you know I can always make up the uh, the difference of the um, of the uh, 600 uh, ducats I think it was but um, so that's a that's kind of fun I mean it's, it's a, just a fun gun to look at you know it's kind of like space space tape on steroids you know it's just it's just <laughs> when you put that wild frenzy mod on it yes 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 
Um, not a, not you know not necessarily as effective as other weapons for certain situations, but you know what? It's always it you know it, it's a it's, wherever the Krakata goes, that's where the party is. That's, that's all I gotta say. Um, all right. Uh, so you, you got anything else uh, about the? Uh, that's you know it's kind of a, a nutshell. Do we know? Oh yeah. No, I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you about um, about Grendel uh, because I have not I have not had a chance to see the latest. Uh, uh, dev stream. Uh, um, what was in that dev stream uh, that uh, we absolutely need to know? And tell me about Grendel. The, he can absorb enemies into his belly, and while people are shooting at him, the enemy inside his belly will take damage. That's, he can oh also. God, that's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> that is he awesome. Can, he can regurgitate them and like throw them. There was no drag programmed into the the physics of that in the demo, so you could just fire them off into space. But I'm, I'm assuming there will be drag later. Oh my god! Oh my god! You can also uh, turn into how, a giant how do, rolling how do, meatball and absorb enemies into your meatball like a snowball rolling down a snowy hill. <laughs> it's, a, it's a physics-based ball, so you can roll down a hill. <laughs> from- Whoa! Jesus! Wow! Oh, I, I had one of those Buddhist moments of clarity there. Wow! <laughs> um, well, that is. That is awesome. What um now? What uh, any idea about when we can expect to see uh, Mr. Meatball? They said Goss would be coming first, and then Grendel would be coming at some point down the line. Hopefully, Goss. I think is supposed to come in the the next big update. I forget what they called it. Oh, okay, okay, um, uh, okay. So kind of like a Wisp and Hildren thing, where Hildren dropped and then Wisp uh, followed uh, a month or so later. Um, they didn't give a date, but hopefully. Okay. Well, that's that's exciting. Oh man, I yeah, I gotta have. So, what do you think about the Goss? You like the Goss? Goss looks really cool. Um, I I am curious to see how his combination like heat and cold mechanics actually play out in practice. Hmm. Because uh, that should give blast damage, right? Uh, yeah, I think if you combine them, but you don't always. It, it's something that you have to actively try to do. I mean, because that would be cool if he could, like, you know, sprint into the middle, into the midst of a, a bunch of Grenier and then explode, you know, or you know, create a a, a blast bubble of some sort to to um, um, temporary disable, you know. It's kind of a crowd control thing, you know. I think that would be interesting. I'm also interested to see how tanky ends up being. You know, I I don't understand why 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 are people in and they're like now they're correcting people too and saying no it is Gauss why it's Gaussian you know like Gaussian like electricity stuff right isn't it shouldn't it be I think the the pronunciation Gauss versus Gauss are used for different words so I think I'm I'm not sure either one might be correct I've always said Gauss yeah all right okay I mean it's just one of those things where I'm like, wow, you know, that's uh, the way my mama taught me. I wouldn't say degauss a monitor, but that, that's just me. Uh, you would, you would, you wouldn't say, you wouldn't say degauss. I would not say degauss. I would say degauss. You, oh, okay. Could be a regional thing then, maybe. Um, I'm Southern, so. Well, yeah, this were and, and they're Canadians. I don't know if they know that, but they're Canadians and that, you know, them's don't talk right. <laughs> yeah, a boot. A boot. A boot. A boot. A boot and poutine. Um that's not really a pronunciation thing. That's just a delicious thing. Mm. A lot gravy. 
Um, all right. Well, um, if there ain't nothing else, so, so we got the got the Gauss and the thing in the dev stream. Um, all right, I'll go back and watch that and see. Just been, been crazy busy, and then I decided to pick up a load of cement in my head. So that's not helpful. All right. Well, I'll call down to the front desk and have the unpronounceable named yet awkwardly rideable space critters brought along. Have, have you ridden anything in uh, in the No Man's Sky yet? Any critters? Not yet. Um, it takes a, a good bit of work, and there's a thing you have to craft first, and it's it's involved. Oh, okay. Now, did you start off with a new save file, or did, or did you uh, um, uh, use your old one? I started over. I, I It would take me a minute to find my old saves, because I reset my computer not too long ago, and people are having a lot of problems with doing that anyway. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, is that people were... I had a save file that didn't have a lot of progress in it, um, so... Um, but you know, it had gotten up to the point of building a base or something like that. And then I thought, you know, it's been so long since I played it. And, you know, at best I'm saving myself, you know, like, you know, three or four hours of, uh, of gameplay and better way to get reacquainted with the game is, uh, is with, um, is just go ahead and, and start from scratch. So I've got, uh, I've got a couple of games, you know, I've got a, a normal and a survival and a creative on the computer and, and then one of each on the Xbox too. So. I got a lot of work ahead of me here, um, but I am enjoying it. Very, uh, very zen. Very, um, you know, very ohm. Very, uh, very chill. And uh, and one of those games that I can play in front of the missus without uh, without her becoming uh, sad she married me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I am still glee. He is still sorry. And, and this has been Warman's Pants version 25.6.3 stroke 2.06C, as in Charlie. Brought to you by the fine folks over at the Pantscast family of shows, a wholly owned subsidiary of Gleeps Gaming Network TM, where your second elective surgery is always half off. Tell a friend, and please do be sure to go to leapsgaming.fun yes that's right dot fun i paid for the domain it's mine for stuff and links particularly the one that you clink you clink on you don't clink on it you click it you click it you click on that thing and then you come hang out with us over on our discord server where you can let us see your warm pants yeah <laughs> Mormon's pants does not pass spell check muster. <laughs> <laughs> or any other muster. <laughs> <laughs>